Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Happy Friday. Thanks for joining me this morning. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. My goodness, is it chilly. When I came in this morning, it was in the low 40s. Definitely something to get used to as we head into the fall. Highs today are expected to be 63 degrees, mostly cloudy. And this weekend, we're going to see temperatures in the upper 60s, at least in the Madison area. And I think that's pretty okay tailgating weather if you're watching the Badgers take on Ohio State on Saturday. Stu Muck will have more forecast details coming your way in about 15 minutes. We have a large focus this morning on keeping you safe as we wrap up National Farm Safety Week. So please bring this information with you into the field as you begin harvest. We'll also hear from Compere Financial on a Friday morning. It's all coming up. Whether it's the sound of the carnival or the taste of the cotton candy or your first blue ribbon, we all have memories of the fair. Here's your chance to share those stories in our Everybody Has a Fair Story contest. The Midwest Farm Report is teaming up with the Wisconsin Association of Fairs to offer cash prizes for your fair stories. Entries are being accepted all summer long and there is no limit, so tell us all of your stories. To enter and see full contest details, visit MidwestFarmReport.com. Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French-style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Rhodes has the roll for you. We mix, knead, and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin, then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes Rolls in the freezer section today. The harvest is underway and will continue for a while this fall in Wisconsin. Bob Boesel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn and charity. The optimum word is safety. And uh, there are ways out there to farm safer and resources out there as well to help in that manner. That's right, Bob. Agriculture is known as one of the most dangerous industries in America. Every day, about 100 agricultural workers suffer a lost time work injury. And the agriculture industry is consistently at the highest risk for occupational injuries and fatalities, with an equivalent of 23 deaths per 100,000 workers. I'm Charity Seebecker from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Keith Bryan, technical service specialist at Chris Hansen, shares more on the work that they're doing to help prepare farmers to be safer during harvest and their Silo Solve Safe program. Routinely, Christian Hansen focuses on safety with respect to our silage inoculants going into silage products and therefore being integral in the harvest process. So from a practical standpoint, we have the SAFE program, and the SAFE program focuses on safety of employees, safety of use of our products, and overall safety during harvest. So we'll come out and do pre-harvest meetings with harvesting crews and talk about the need for fluorescent, bright-colored hats and vests, operating equipment, and the interplay with 
people on the ground throughout the harvest process and making silage bunkers and piles. We'll focus on maintaining safe inoculant, water quality for, for mixing inoculant, water temperature for keeping those microbial-based products alive and viable throughout the harvest process and inoculant process. Those are just a few examples of what we do and how we do it. This year's theme is protecting agriculture's future for National Farm Safety and Health Week. So what does that mean to you guys at Kristen Hansen? Well, I mean, you can look at the future a couple different ways. Protecting the future is on an immediate basis, making sure that every employee that comes to work on any particular day returns home safely at the end of their workday. And so trying to avoid or prevent accidents and injuries And that becomes even more important when we think about the hustle and bustle surrounding harvest and making sure that uh, children are nowhere near the environment where harvest is taking place and or silage is being moved or put into a bunker or pile. Too often we see or hear of accidents around some hazardous areas, a variety of farms, whether it's the manure handling and storage or silage handling and storage or feed handling and storage. And too often we're focused on the job at hand, don't pay particular attention to our environment and our surroundings. And we want to make sure that everybody's aware that this could be a dangerous time in a somewhat dangerous place. And we need to make sure that everybody remains safe, including children that may be curious, just wanting to see the process happen and possibly get caught in the wrong place at the wrong time. So do you guys have any data that you've seen to compare to like past years for why you guys have started this initiative? Well, the initiative actually goes back to being in line with the Keith Bolson Silage Safety Foundation and some of their efforts to make sure that people who come to work return home safely. There have been too many incidences where silage pile has collapsed and trapped and or killed someone. I can think of a couple in particular over the past couple years, and it's just a matter of getting the message out to make people more cognizant of the process. What can farmers do to be safe during harvest? Can you talk about what the SAFE program is that you guys have and what it stands for? So the Silosov SAFE program, S-A-F-E, is as follows. The S represents silage inoculant, and so safety using silage inoculants in terms of making sure that the water is sufficient quality and temperature to ensure that those microorganisms or beneficial bacteria that are in those silage inoculants remain live and viable and can do the job that they're intended to do. Then the A refers to application, so safe application of those inoculants would include maintaining cool water temperatures in the application or the tank that has the hydrated inoculants in it on the chopper as the crop is chopped and the inoculant is applied. Then the F stands for feed from the standpoint of basically putting that harvested forage into a bag, bunker, pile, or pit to allow it to ferment, but also the safe removal of that feed into a TMR wagon and then safely taking that feed to the feed bunk of the cows. And then lastly, 
is employees, making sure that everybody understands what their roles, responsibilities, and expectations are for the tasks at hand during harvest, storage, and or feed out, making sure that they're aware of their surroundings and the comings and goings of other people as well as equipment. On top of that, there's eight areas of silage safety awareness. Can you explain what those are? Eight areas of silage safety awareness include fatigue, complacency, truck and tractor rollover, fall from height, equipment entanglement, avalanche or silage collapse, silage gases, and then drug and alcohol abuse. And I think a quick cursory review of each of those eight is warranted. So obviously, we end up having extremely long and tiring days during the harvest season. A lot of times, those days could be 12, 14, or 16 hours, and there's a lot of activity that happens from harvesting the crop to transporting it from the field to the silo structure, whatever that may be, getting it pushed up, packed, ultimately uh, covered and sealed. And so fatigue and complacency kind of go hand in hand. I think about my own experiences when I'm extremely tired, I don't pay attention to all the details that I should. Sometimes I get to going faster than I should as well. And that's generally when accidents happen. So make sure that people have sufficient rest throughout the day, even if it's a 15-minute water break in the shade. Encourage them to focus on the minor details that eventually collectively make up the greater process. Tractor rollovers and even fall from height, we don't really think about those things. But obviously, if we get onto slopes greater than about uh, 10 or 12 percent, uh, rollovers are possible. When we look at piles and people around those piles, I mean, sidewalls to a bunker could be 12 to 15 feet tall. Therefore, the peak of the silage in those bunkers could be 18 feet to 20 feet. And we want to make sure that people are staying away from edges that uh, present a safety risk in terms of falls. Obviously, when we get into equipment entanglement, whenever we're working around machinery with rotating engines and or PTO shafts, maintaining appropriately fitting clothing, not loose dangling type uh, sleeves or pant legs will reduce the likelihood of a human becoming entangled in equipment. And then we all know that whenever we have a pile or bunker of silage, if we don't maintain the shape of the face of that pile or bunker adequately, we can create an overhang, and overhangs are destined to fall in the form of an avalanche or a collapse. The other thing that has kind of gone by the wayside here of late in terms of focal point for safety awareness is the fact that the silage can produce some noxious gases. Breathing those gases could be extremely toxic or fatal. So we need to be aware that these yellow or orange gases produced 
by silage at or near the time of completion or just after we seal the silo with black-white plastic, those gases can be extremely dangerous. And then just like any other job, we want to make sure that they're not influenced or intoxicated based on over-the-counter or illicit drugs and or alcohol consumption during the process. It's dangerous enough for a completely sober person to avoid fatigue and complacency. So there's plenty of things to focus on. Sometimes it becomes a burden because it's all-encompassing, but better operations are doing it correctly and they're focusing on safety because in order to effectively and efficiently go through the daily process surrounding harvest, they need to avoid accidents and injuries and even fatalities on a regular basis so that everybody gets home safely. In closing, it's important for us all to keep safety top of mind and whether it's the SAFE program or the Keith Olson Silage Safety Foundation as a vital resource of information related to harvest and harvest safety or other programs out there put on by Cooperative Extension through the land-grant university system or even other companies. We need to keep safety and making sure everyone returns home safely at the end of the day, top of mind as we get into the haphazard and crazy harvest season that occurs this time of year in North America. That was Keith Bryan of Christian Hansen. The agriculture industry is consistently at the highest risk for occupational injuries and fatalities, with the equivalent of 23.1 deaths per 100,000 workers. Be sure to follow the SAFE program and be aware of your surroundings this harvest season. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Charity Seebecker. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You kind of got to look at it from a Ziegler point of view and a customer point of view and get them into the piece of equipment that's going to benefit their operation. Well, we've really come to trust Ziegler, their support staff, their service trucks. We've had them working on our shop and a tractor till 2 in the morning to get it ready for the next day. When they come on your farm, they're going to stay until they get the job done. Ziegler's service allows us to be ready to run whenever we need to, rain or shine. For agriculture equipment, ZieglerAg.com. In the field, it's good to have a friend you can count on. One that's hardworking, trustworthy, and always shows up. Just like LG Seeds. Our corn hybrids and soybean varieties deliver consistent performance across all your acres, giving you reliable yield you can expect. Start this season right with LG Seeds. Talk to your local dealer or visit lgseeds.com for more information. Your next job could be as close as seven miles south of Madison. Tructi LLC in Oregon is growing and are now hiring in all areas, including builders, electricians, and electrical engineers, to name a few. You'll work at the same place every day. Schedules are flexible, pay scale is attractive, and receive a $2,500 sign-on bonus. Plus, a huge advantage of being closer to work and saving on gas. Apply in person or online at T-R-A-C-H-T-E-U-S-A.com. Rebath started decades ago by two gentlemen who created acrylic forms to cover existing bathtubs. Today, Rebath is a complete bath remodeling company. We replace existing fixtures and totally upgrade your bathroom. Free in-home consultation. Free custom design. An affordable new bath in just days, not weeks. Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com. 
Rebath, making it easy to love your bath. From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All right, it's time now for your Compere Financial Egg Weather Update with Stu Muck. Stu, there's highs of 60 today over in Scotland and Ireland where Pam Yankee's waking up. They've also got expected rain. So while our temperatures are matching up at least, it's not wet here in Wisconsin, huh? It's not wet. I guess that's good news, but it is a little cool. I mean, there's a frost advisory in effect till 8 a.m. Central Wisconsin. I'm talking about uh, Juneau, Adams County, Washera, Monroe, Jackson County, up to Clark County, up into Wapaka, Shano County, that area. I did look around at some temperatures. Watoma at 37 this morning, Oconto at 32, and Tomahawk up in the Northwoods, 31 degrees. There it is. They've had their frost already. We're not going to get there. I don't expect that cooler air to settle in here in the farm country in the southern part of the state. But there will be some clouds building in today. Temperatures absolutely remaining cooler for this first full day of autumn. And then we have to talk about rain. And there's low pressure trying to wedge in out of the west. A system with a frontal boundary just west of the Dakotas. A warm front pulling into South Dakota. And the radar indicating some scattered showers from western Iowa, western Minnesota, back into North Dakota. That system is going to push east and there will be some chance of rain. I'd really expect most of it to stay a lot further north, but a possibility of some scattered showers could exist at La Crosse even by quite late today. Elsewhere overnight, just into Saturday, another little wave of activity, light rain, could be around later Saturday night or into Sunday, even towards Sunday afternoon for a few of us in the east. A tenth of an inch or two of rain, that's about all I expect. I'll update you on temperatures right after this. Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, building strong farms for a strong future in America's Dairyland. Join them and Pam at World Dairy Expo, Tuesday and Thursday, October 4th and 6th at 1.30 in booth 3403 in the Exhibition Hall. Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin at wisconsindairy.org. Join Pam Yonke at World Dairy Expo on opening day, Tuesday, October 4th at 9.30 in booth 3615 in the Exhibition Hall with McFinn Technologies, makers of innovative milk receiving pumps. Visit them at lowshearpumps.com. Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Rhodes has a roll for you. We mix, knead, and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin. Then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes Rolls in the freezer section today. Stu, as you said, uh, chances of rain staying in the northern part of the state, so my folks in, in Chippewa County will have a chance of rain. But here in Madison, for while I uh, tailgate the Badger game on Saturday, I should be okay. What else you got in store for us? Yeah, you should be good. There may be a sprinkle. So let's look at that Compure Financial Ag weather forecast. It does call for some sun, but clouds will develop in today. And there could be a sprinkle in the cross yet late. Look for temps in the low 60s for a lot of us. Mid-60s lacrosse with the south winds about 5 to 15. Overnight, mostly cloudy, some light rain sliding through the state from west to east. We drop down to around 50 or so, south winds at 5 to 10. Still some clouds Saturday, that chance of rain at least in the morning in the east, and otherwise 
sunshine breaks through later in the day. Mid-60s, uh, maybe an upper 70 at La Crosse, an upper 60, excuse me, with the south winds at 5 to 10. Mostly sunny Sunday. Again, that small chance of an afternoon shower in the east. It could be in the morning west. Upper 60s with northwest winds stronger, 15 to 30. Going to be kind of breezy on Sunday. Count on that. How they're going to feel chilly might be a good day to plan something uh, a little less outdoorsy this early in the season. <laughs> yeah, and have a thick sweatshirt on as well, huh, Stu? Absolutely. That breeze is going to be noticeable on Sunday. And whatever you do get in terms of precipitation, we want to know about it. We'll talk about it Monday. Uh, text us at the farm, 877-301-FARM, 877-301-3276. That's where you can send your rainfall report. And that's your Compere Financial Egg Weather Update on a Friday morning. Compere Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. And you can visit Compere.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. I've had the opportunity to be involved in several programs in the Wisconsin Farm Bureau, one of which was the Farm Bureau Institute. It's a great leadership program to help develop leadership skills, whether it's social media skills or the opportunity to speak to legislators and learn different ways and tools you can use to help get your message across. WFBF.com. They've really helped my leadership develop. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Join our friends from Compure and Pam at World Dairy Expo on Friday, October 7th at 9.30 a.m. as they cover the final day for the world's premier dairy event. Compure is dedicated to agriculture and rural America by providing loans, risk management, and other financial services throughout 144 counties in the Midwest. To learn more, visit Compure.com. World Dairy Expo is back with a new event schedule. Sunday, October 2nd through Friday, October 7th, feature a five-day dairy cattle show and a four-day trade show. Learn more and purchase tickets today at WorldDairyExpo.com or download our app in Apple, iTunes, or Google Play Store. It's Preston from Window World. Summer is here, and with it, the hot air. Don't let other companies add to it. We won't lure you in with buy one, get one, or half-off installation. Not Window World, not ever. We offer a no-pressure consultation with straightforward, fair pricing. None of that, if you sign today, or let me call my manager nonsense. Window World. Professionally installed at an everyday low price. Nobody knows windows like Wanakee Remodeling. Voted the best window company in Madison 10 years straight, our Renewal by Anderson windows are the most weather-tight, highest quality, and most durable on the market. Make sure you eliminate your old window and door problems. Go with the most trusted name in windows, Renewal by Anderson from Wanakee Remodeling. We're known for our sweet moves, but what you might not know is that we can store your stuff too. Yep, from one day to one year. We can hold on to your things on our trucks or in our warehouse. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the unexpected storage move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things, well, like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving, you haven't seen moves like Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank, your local independent bank. We're the premier provider of commercial, treasury, mortgage, and private banking services. Our team blends experience with the latest technology to make banking easier. We provide the advice and solutions you need. 
To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. While you spent a lot more time around your home the last couple of years, you may have noticed a few things you'd like to have spruced up. Sign up for W.E. Davies Handyman Membership, and they'll help you stay ahead of the maintenance and repairs with a professional result. Boycott putting things off. W.E. Davies & Sons Remodeling brings a fresh perspective to your building project. We're a local family business with services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. For stunning, transformative results, visit wedaviesremodeling.com. Not only is William Thomas Custom Jewelry known for creating unique pieces, they're unique in their approach. They actually encourage you to shop around at other jewelry stores first. You'll quickly realize that William Thomas is no doubt your forever jewelry resource. Experience William Thomas Custom Jewelry. They'll help you create a -a one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear from day one. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Experienced electricians, come join our family-owned team. Here's Ariel. At EverReady, we are his sponsor for the apprenticeship program. I like the small company feel, that family feel. If you have a problem, you can directly go to the owners firsthand. Speaks a lot about their values and how they value their employees. Competitive wages, great atmosphere, great benefits. Apply at EverReadyElectric.net. For all your electrical needs, we are EverReady. You're no stranger to hard work and eating right, but your abs are more like flabs. Carbon World Health offers Emsculpt, an FDA-approved treatment for men who want to transform their physique. One session is equivalent to 20,000 crunches without the painful recovery. Melt fat, build and tone muscle, then start getting the results you're looking for. Emsculpt at Carbon World Health. Learn more at CarbonWorldHealth.com. The Ohio State line of 18 and a half. If it holds, it'll be the longest odds the Badgers have faced in a game in at least 25 years. Insane, isn't it? Zach, what are we thinking about this game uh, at in Columbus, the horseshoe, on Saturday? Uh, do the Badgers stand a chance? And uh, if so, I mean, there's a reason why they play the game. Anything can happen. What is the biggest thing that is going in the Badgers' favor of potentially beating Ohio State? Yeah, so I'm I'm peppering a whole bunch of different predictions on the various, like for the camp, I gave one prediction. I'll give one prediction here, and then I'll give a different prediction on covering all your bases. Love it. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Um, no, uh, it's it's a really really tough ask. They haven't won there since 2004. This Ohio State offense is really 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 good. Um, what does a win look like? I mean, it's it's obviously holding them under 30 points, which probably is going to be a, a very difficult ask. And you're asking Graham Mertz to done, do what he's done these, these first three weeks at, against a, a much higher level defense um, on the road, 630 night game, blackout, like all these things going against you. But um, I think if you have any confidence whatsoever that they can pull this upset, it has a lot to do with Graham Mertz because he's played better than I think a lot of people thought he could this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, if he puts it together and the offensive line protects him, uh, can he have success against Ohio State's secondary that is very good but also has given up some big plays, uh, especially last week against Toledo. So it's uh, it's about Graham Mertz and, you know, uh, I don't know about going blow for blow, 
with C.J. Stroud, but at least holding your own. Well, how is that defense going to stack up against C.J. Stroud and that offense for Ohio State? I mean, how much have we learned from the three games here so far for non-conference for the Wisconsin Badgers? Is is this defense the real deal as it always is for the Badgers? Can they, you know, hold up against these Titans? I mean, it's, it's been good, but it hasn't been dominant, right? Um, even last week, they, well, uh, Mexico State had some success, uh, especially on the ground because they were able to break some tackles. Their passing game was horrendous. And Wisconsin <laughs> made some plays. Like, here's, I mean, the thing that you would bank on or you would hope for is if they can continue to keep the turnover train going. I mean, they got seven, they've, they've forced, I think, at least, I mean, they have seven interceptions already. Seven different guys have a pick. So, like, if they can get after C.J. Stroud uh, in, the pa- in you know, pressure-wise and force, make him, you know, throw the ball a little bit earlier than he wants to, can they make some plays on balls and, um, you know, come up with an interception or two? But, it's a, I mean, this Ohio State wide, receivers, wide receiver group is lost two top, what, 12 picks in last year's NFL draft. And they may be still the best group in the country yeah. with uh, with Marvin Harrison Jr. and Jackson Smith and Jigba, and those are just two guys. And, and then they've got a whole bunch of other guys behind them that were all four and five star guys. So it's a uh, it's a huge ask. But can they can they force C.J. Stroud into some turnovers? And can they limit big plays? Right? They're going to give up big plays because that's just what Ohio State does. Yeah. But can you limit it to one or two and, and not four or five, six? Can Can Graham Mertz? What have you seen? I mean, I'm back on the Mertz bandwagon right now just because of the last three games. You know, he's looked good. I know the loss to Washington State, you can't really blame him for any of it. He looked good during that, too. Graham Mertz, first time in his career, three straight 200-plus yard passing games. What have you seen differently from Graham Mertz this year than last year or the years previous? He hasn't forced anything for the most part. I mean, I guess Paul Chris may disagree with that because uh, he kind of said against Washington State that threw the deep ball a few too many times when he could have just taken some some underneath routes, but for the most part, he hasn't, he hasn't uh, forced the ball into situations. And that was just not the case the last much of the last two years. Now, a lot of that, some of that is guys running wide open, which has been a case and has been the case. And I don't necessarily think that's been the case the last two years either, but um, him willing, his willingness to just take what the defense has given him and not try and force it into situations where turnovers pop up. Um, I think that has been for me, at least to this point, the biggest difference. So, Zach, uh, you are going to the horseshoe, correct? Accurate. What, I assume you've been there before. I have. What's this? What's the scene like there uh, with a hundred thousand mm. screaming fans? Uh, how how hostile of an environment of this uh, will it be for the Badgers? Well, we haven't done a blackout in a while, so uh, people are very excited about that. And um, you know, a night game in any Big Ten city is crazy. It's a little bit different in Columbus because Columbus is a little bit bigger city than most of the Big Ten cities, but it'll, it'll be wild. Uh, I was there in 2013. Sure, she'll stop farming when pigs fly. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Welcome back on a Friday morning. I'm Stephanie Hoff filling in for Farm Director Pam Yankee as she finishes up her farm tour in Scotland and Ireland. If you're following Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, you can see pictures of her adventures overseas. We've been celebrating National Farm Safety Week this week, but we should keep safety in mind no matter what time of year, especially as we get closer to harvest. Charity Seebecker gives us a story on how to stay safe from the perspective of an insurance specialist. Charity? 
The 2019 data for the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics indicates that the agricultural sector is the most dangerous in America. Fall harvest time can be one of the busiest and most dangerous seasons of the year. Angela Bunker, Senior Loss Control Specialist with American Family Insurance, shares more on recognizing hazards and minimizing loss. The big thing that we do in loss control is we do a lot of property surveys. We'll do walkthroughs. We can go through a farm and we can spot out any items that could possibly cause a loss in the future. So a lot of times when we're doing that, we are just an extra set of eyes for the farmer or rancher or whoever account we're on. One of the other ways we can really help save money is when a loss occurs, we're going to say is a $1,000 fender bender. And what happens in those cases is, yes, the insurance company is going to pay your claim. But what we always say in the National Safety Council will tell us that most indirect costs, those little costs that are under the table, so to speak, or in the background, that's 10 times as much. So if we can eliminate that claim altogether, we're saving sometimes farmers and ranchers 10 times as many times as they would have to pay out an insurance claim. What are some of the most common hazards on an agricultural operation that you guys see? The most common that I see is electrical. We're famous for this in the agriculture industry. We kind of band-aid things together a little bit. And I will tell you in the long run, let's just hire a licensed electrician to come in and do it right so that we're not electrifying things we shouldn't or people that we shouldn't. And a lot of times, too, those famous bird's nests that you find up in the top of the barn and those type of things really affect your electrical system. So just spotting those items really seems to help. Another area that is huge for us for common hazards is confined space. People are still going into those grain bins and they don't always follow all the safety protocols that they should have in place. And a lot of times those can be catastrophic losses. And then that just slip, trip and fall is still huge. Whether it's on the ice, we're in Wisconsin, we forget all those little cues that we should know about. All those items for slips and falls, anything hazard like that, those are our top three. Speaking of agriculture, it is one of the most prized occupations out there, but it is also one of the dangerous. We can eliminate those dangers when we really take a look at the operations and try to just reduce those. And in agriculture, I think we're on the go. We're on the next thing. Sometimes we just have to take that breath and say, hey, we're going to take two minutes to do this thing correctly. And in the long run, it's going to save us four hours on the other end. <laughs> there are a number of resources out there. Go on to your UW Extension websites. The other thing too is there are a ton of agriculture associations out there that will have a safety division or a safety department that can give you additional resources. And all of them will have different things from videos to handouts. And it's a really great way to just make sure at the very end of the day, everyone's going home safe. That was Angela Bunker, Senior Loss Control Specialist with American Family Insurance. Thanks, Charity. We're taking a look at our markets next. Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Rhodes has the roll for you. We mix, knead, and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin, then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes Rolls in the freezer section today. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFin Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpeller milk receiver pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. Whether it's a lot or a little, we need your rainfall reports. The Rural Mutual Rainfall Report is on. Text your rainfall reports to 877 301 
farm. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're recording from because every month we'll pick a winner for a digital weather station courtesy Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Text those rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. Compere Financial wishes farmers and agribusiness a safe harvest season. Stay in touch with your local Compere team throughout the year to see how they can help make your plans a reality. Exceptional client experience at the heart of everything they do. Visit Compere.com or call 844-426-6733 today. Compere Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. Keep an eye on your birds. The avian influenza is still a problem. The School of Veterinary Medicine says this year's strain spreads easily and can kill nearly 100% of your birds within 48 hours of infection. Usually the virus doesn't survive the summer, but this strain did. Flock owners should watch for warning signs and report dead birds to DATCAP. You can see more info on this at MidwestFarmReport.com. From Chicago, December corn is down seven cents at six eighty one and a quarter. November soybeans down eight and a half cents at fourteen forty eight and a half. December wheat is trading at nine dollars, that's down ten and three quarter cents. And new crop September twenty twenty three wheat is at eight ninety nine and a half, that's down eleven and a half cents. Taking a look at the fluid milk contracts, October class three milk is up sixteen cents at twenty one sixty two a hundredweight. November milk is at twenty one thirty nine a hundredweight, that's up twelve cents. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff. Farm Director Pam Yankee talks with Compere Financial next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yankee. In the field, the right partner can make all the difference. One that's dependable, straightforward, and is there when you need them. That's LG Seeds. From our hybrids and soybean varieties to our service and support, reliability is in everything we do. Start this season right with LG Seeds. Talk to your local dealer or visit lgseeds.com for more information. You would never overpay for something if you knew you could get the product for much less elsewhere. Much like you wouldn't pay $6 a gallon for gas if the pump down the street was charging the fair market price of $4, would you? So why pay more than MSRP on your next Chevy truck? Bergstrom Chevrolet is a local, family-owned company that values your dollar as much as you do, so you never pay above manufacturer's suggested retail price. And Bergstrom has the inventory to fill your fleet or fix you up with a truck that's going to pull your toys. So go ahead, shop around, and compare that final cost. If the guys down the street are blowing smoke up your tailpipe, jacking up the price on their Chevy trucks stop by bergstrom chevrolet where you never get charged over msrp tom spitz and david fink of settlers bank we make it easy to access the bankers you know bankers who listen to your goals then offer expert advice and solutions that simplify even the most complex financial matters virtually or in person we're here when you need us to learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank. Offices. 
Maybe you haven't seen those folks for a little while. Uh, maybe you want to visit with them before the harvest. Uh, today we're focused in on something everybody's interested in, and that's land values and how things are ever-changing. Uh, joining us today is Mike Morris from Compure Financial, one of the fellows with a pulse on what's been going on as far as land. You know, Mike, I was just looking at some of our uh, latest updates on cash rental values here in the state of Wisconsin. And as we expected, even pasture rental rates went up. That kind of goes hand in glove with what's been going on with land values. How anxious are people these days with all the talk about inflation and what's going on with interest rates? Yeah, I, I, I just uh, actually got back from a, a conference and had the opportunity to uh, listen to Dr. Bruce Sherrick uh, speak, you know, and he's at the University of Illinois, uh, kind of an expert on land values and alternative investments and so forth. But he he echoed some of the things that I've I've been feeling and thinking. Uh, you know, in spite of really strong commodity prices, you know, we 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 look out on the horizon and we see some headwinds, and, and those you know include, as you said, interest rates. Uh, inflation, you know, what what are input costs going to be? Uh, you know, are we going to have to put five dollar diesel in our tractors and combines? And so, I think even though that hasn't factored into the land markets a lot yet, I think that's on on a lot of people's mind. You know, is what what am I going to have to pay for my inputs going forward? Are we seeing much farmland? change hands. You know, that's the other thing that becomes a part of this equation, Mike. Uh, land does not come up very often, generally speaking, for sale. When it does, right. uh, depending on where it is, you can have a lot of people that want to jump in, and sometimes they're not necessarily paying attention to how it pencils out. Right. And I, I think that's a true statement. Uh, again, we're seeing a lot of, in, in the states that uh, don't have uh, protections against uh you know, outside investors coming in, uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of, of a lot of real estate uh, continue to be bought up uh, by, uh, you know, by those types of groups. Uh, we're also seeing, uh, you know, the the volume of of land selling, uh, you know, in, in in any of our three states that Compere covers has been very high the last. 18 months or so, and I think what has happened is that uh, because of high, higher commodity prices, uh, we, we've seen uh, you know people willing to bid those prices up, and some people that have been reluctant to sell in the past suddenly see a, a, a really strong value uh, or opportunity to sell, and, and so uh, the supply is broken loose somewhat that. Uh, you know something that we didn't see in the previous few years because you know the the prices you know why they were somewhat stable and and still strong hadn't really gotten to the levels they are now to to break that supply loose. You know, whenever it comes to this uh, kind of a big transaction, and believe me, if it's 40 acres, if it's 400 acres, it turns into big money fast. How do you counsel uh, the purchaser that uh, is trying to get their hands on it? Again, like I said, Mike, sometimes when these parcels come come available, uh, our, our, head, our heart leads our head. How do you right. help counsel them on those kinds of transactions? Right. From an appraisal perspective, and we do a lot of appraisals for uses other than compare lending, 
but from an appraisal perspective, we, we try to put out the facts. Uh, you know, what, what are other properties selling for? Uh, what are, uh, you know, what are the pitfalls of, of uh, you know, whether it's interest rates or crop prices and so forth? Uh, you know, those factor in the appraisal, but not not to the degree, you know, we're, we're continuing to look backwards on on land values. You know, what does something sell for and what, what kind of price does that justify? I think, you know, as, as you uh, look to our financial officers, those, you know, those people that are, uh, you know, handling our, our direct face-to-face client interaction that are actually, you know, counseling with clients, I think what they're doing is taking a very close look at, you know, uh, the client's equity position, uh, looking at, you know, their cash flow, uh, you know, can they, can they, you know, can they feasibly handle this transaction? Uh, you know, what if we see some, you know, some downturns? So I think they're providing a, a valuable service there, uh, you know, up front with the client as the client looks to uh, purchase property. I'm curious, what's your perspective? How healthy are our balance sheets in general, Mike? Like we said, it was a very expensive crop to put in the ground. Commodity prices have been holding fairly firm. We had an opportunity, uh, actually, after the pandemic, in many regards, to pay down some debt. How are you feeling, generally speaking, about uh, the bottom line, our financial health? Right. In, in my case, I don't I don't see, I don't have... Uh, you know that direct customer interaction on their finances, but when I look at kind of general uh, general trends within in the company, I think balance sheets are, are remaining very strong. Uh, you know, working capital in some cases has been been de- depleted a little bit, uh, and and some of that working capital ha- has gone into purchase of of. A property, but I, I think you know we we still have a you know a, a very strong balance sheet across uh, you know across farm country, if you will. Uh, I'm one of those that that worked through uh, the 1980s as a as a young loan officer uh, and saw a lot of really tough uh, tough situations and. I don't. I don't even hear those kind of situations right now. I don't. You know. I. I know not. Not everybody is. Uh. You know. You know. Maybe. Maybe doing as well as they would. Would like to do at times. But a general. In general, I think. I think the farm economy continues to be strong. Mike Morris is along with us. He is uh, vice president of appraisal for Compure Financial. We're talking land values. So again, how do I uh, plan strategy in this day and time, Mike? Uh, like I mentioned, one thing about agricultural land, it may come up once a generation. Now, you mentioned outside investors. Are they in it? You talk about being a part of agriculture in the 80s. There were a lot of insurance companies, a lot of other outsiders that decided to invest in farmland because they felt it was never going to go down. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you see those developments maybe reflecting back then or how I should be planning my strategy to uh, still continue to try to acquire. I, I think the you know the biggest difference that that I see from you know from that time when I was a young loan officer uh, is the information we have available uh, to us now is is so much better and and I'm 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 thinking of you know predictive things you know that that you know 
we had the futures market and so forth, but I don't think we have the analysis that that we have now today. And back then, land markets were, you know, and, and still tend to be to to a degree localized. But with you know the I'll call it the you know investor uh, groups and so forth, uh, they may be located in one state but making investments across multiple states. So you know they're looking at you know what's the cash flow potential, uh, and, and a lot of times you know some of those are, are, are really looking at what's the long term uh, you know long term outlet versus you know outlook. Versus, you know, I'm going to have to sell this in a couple of years. Uh, you know, and and I've always had a little concern when, you know, too much money, you know, too much outside money starts coming in because that that also forces our, you know, our farmers, our clients to, uh, you know, to start bidding up prices and potentially to bid up cash rents to, uh, you know, to to be able to farm those properties. You know, your job as an appraiser has not gotten any easier. I mean, I think about, uh, you know, despite the economic conditions back in the 80s, a lot of information was, uh, you know, pretty straightforward. You've got almost too much information to try to deal with today, don't you? <laughs> yeah, at, at times we do because, uh, you know, with with auctions, you know, uh, in the past, you know, you, you might go to an auction and, uh, you, know, hear, you know, see what the, the property sold for. And, and you know that might be a, a community discussion. Now it's almost real time. I, I can see uh, you know what's happening in in Iowa, you know Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and, and you know it, that that information becomes uh, available uh, as soon as it happens. So that's a that's a big difference. And you know I I, I think when when we started into uh, you know, kind of the summer of of 21, you know, we were starting to see a lot a lot more op- auctions pop up and and values increasing, uh, but nothing like what we've seen since then. Information is always power. That is for sure. I I agree with you, Mike Morris, along with us again, Vice President of Appraisals for Compure Financial, a busy group. Uh, that do appraisals not just with their own clients but with uh, outside parties as well. Remember, if you want to find out more, you want to get in touch with your local loan officer and have this kind of conversation, maybe you're thinking about releasing a property, well, get that appraisal done before you make any hard decisions. You can go to compeer.com and find all the contact information there, including your local office. You can also pick up the phone and call 844-426-6733. That's 844-426-6733. Compure Financial, our guest today, Mike Morris, Vice President of Appraisals for Compure Financial. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.